Sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's going on, y'all? It's your girl, DJ Kiggy. And this is Dirty Chris. And this is the Scratch Theory of Tejas Podcast. What is going on, y'all? It's your girl, DJ Kiggy. And this is Dirty Chris. You already know what it is. It's the Scratch Theory of Tejas Podcast. Chris, we have been... So effing busy, man. What have you been doing? What have you been up to? Man, this past weekend, just work, work, work at the hospital. Haven't mm. done any gigs, editing all my pictures, editing podcasts. Uh, you know how it is. Just work, work, work. I hear that. What's um, up with you? What's up with my you? My God, I worked for six days straight as of, as of last Tuesday. It was yeah. my last day. And then now I'm getting to ramp up again. For another eight-hour wedding. Oh my goodness! On Saturday, and then uh, you ready for that? No, I'm oh. never ready for that. <laughs> no, I am ready. I've been trying to get as ready as I can, but you know, it's a long day, and yeah. it's also uh, Austin Pride. Uh, Pride weekend, week. so right, shout yeah, out to yeah. my fellow queers and queerettes, man, and happy Pride to yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah, what's up, what's and, up? And um, we've got a drag show coming up, so by the time y'all hear this episode, yeah. it already happened, so, but anyway, man, shout out to, to all of us in the queer community, peace, but peace. without further ado, we've got the dopest of the dopest turntablist right here next to me. Y'all, let me tell you something, when I saw him on the turntables... I was like, that's it. I quit DJing. That's it. <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw this video one time, but I was like, is it me or is it dopest? Is it me or is it dopest? I'm going to pretend it's me, even though it does. That, that's not what I sound like. But we've got DJ Dopest in the house, man. Y'all make some noise for DJ Dopest. All that good stuff. <laughs> let me let me tell y'all a little bit about Dopest, man. We were having a conversation just earlier Um Man, he has, and correct me if I'm wrong, won two DMC regionals. Mm-hmm. Is that right? 2015, 2019. You are a DMC US finalist. You are a four-time battle champ for Texas Scratch League. Mm-hmm. You have been a competitor for FaZe. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Wow. And you are also a vice champ. Yes. Man, yes. y'all give it up one more time, man. Where, where, where the applause at? That's what hey, I'm saying. Hey, it just means second place, about. though. It's just second place, I promise. It's man, nothing listen, crazy. second place better than <laughs> no place, and that's where I sit. I keep it cute, and that is it. What you do on these turntables, dog, it is, yeah, it is crazy. It's commendable, man. No, I so, appreciate it. Thank you so much. So for the people that don't know you, aside from all the accolades that I just read, man, who is dopest? Who is Netscape? Tell us about yourself. How, how did you get started DJing? Where did turntablism come into play? All that good stuff, man. Shit. Well, we got an hour, right? Yeah. All right, time to really let's go. Time to get into it. Unpack now, it. I'll give you. I'll give you the. I'll give you the abridged version. Let's do it. Okay. So, I was into house music uh, when I was like in eighth grade. I loved house music. Dead Mouse, Daft Punk, oh, Justice, yeah. French oh, house yeah. shit. That was like that 2010 shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, begged my mom for some turntables. She didn't want to get them for me. <laughs> Uh, cause I get it. I get it. You yeah. know, she's like, what the fuck are you gonna do with these things? So, um, my Records. grand, my grandparents, uh, my late grandfather, he actually got me my first pair of turntables. I kept my grades up oh. and he got me some 1200s. Wow. Well, okay. Uh, I had a, I had a, I had like the DJ in the box type setup from yeah. guitar center, yeah, yeah. you know, at first, yeah. but I kept my grades up and I got to buy like one 1200, like one off guitar, you know, off right. online for 300 bucks. 
Uh, then the second one, like six months later, after okay. like report cards came out again, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I got the second pair after the, the next one. six weeks. After the next six weeks, yeah. Do you remember what brand um, it was? They were Stantons. Okay, they were Stan oh, turntables. Okay. Nice. They were T fifty two Bs, and it mm. was like a little bullshit Stan mixer okay. that I, I had ripped the fader apart, try to get it to cut. Uh, like, like I remember, like trying to figure out how to yeah. like, put credit cards in there, and like cutting up, <laughs> cutting up things, like trying to like, get get it to cut nice, and using WD forty, which you're not supposed to use WD forty on the damn fader. I know, but we <laughs> but, used it back. But in we the did day. it anyway. Yeah. But we did it anyway. Anyway, so uh, by the time I got the turntables, I learned kind of like the basics of mi- mixing. Yeah. But um, I kind of was like, well, what the hell else do you do with these things? Right. Like besides, because I just want to play house music and techno. Yeah. So <clears> that's <throat> when I like started. I saw a video of Mike Realm DJing in 2008 YouTube live. He was video scratching with Serato. He had like a 57 uh, wow. SL and he was, he was cutting um, Charlie bit me, the Charlie bit me video. Oh okay. my God, and yeah. he was video scratching that. And something about that, when I saw it, I'm like that, that just made like the most sense to me. I'm like, yeah. that's what I want to learn. I want to learn how to cut like mm. that. So then I kind of forgot all about like the house music shit. And then yeah. I strictly focused <clears throat> on just scratching not even DJing, not right. even putting, not even putting together mixes, not even like, like even bothering to like really actually learn how to DJ, right. like, you know, like a party or whatever. Just, I just want to learn how to cut. Mm. So, so let's just say you come home from school. How many hours after school were you oh, like shit. practicing cutting shit? Like two, three. A that, that's a lot. That's a, a long yeah. time. Yeah. Cause I just use, yeah. I just use the DJ Angel, Angelo tutorials. Oh, right. that's all I, I used. Nice. I just followed each one, each yeah. one step by step. First, it's like the chirp, then it's like a transform, then it's like the flare, the one click, the two click, then the yeah. crab. I just followed each video because I didn't have like no one else that I knew was yeah. really into that shit. Like yeah. it was at the time when like you know electronic music wasn't as big as it is now. Um, everybody was on indie rock shit, yeah. so all my little friends would like make fun of me for like liking like house music, techno, mm. turntable based music. Yeah, they're like, "What the fuck? That's not real." Like, like, like <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. not the Arctic Monkeys. That's not the Strokes. Arctic Monkeys. So like that was the <laughs> that was the era I was coming up in. I was like you know sixteen years old. Yeah. So how old are you? Uh, I am about to turn twenty nine. Oh god, I'm He's about to turn so twenty nine. Where right is now. that drink? You look twenty-five. <laughs> Here you go. I always, I, I still, I still get it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll run into um, a friend, and then she'll be like, "Are you, are you twenty-one yet?" And I'm like, "Oh shit, no." I, I ID'd him before he came in. So That's access. good. I was like, "Dope, but you want a beer?" He's like, "Sure." I'm like, "Let me see your ID." Let me ID. see your ID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mijos. X is X is on my hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. So many, so many of my old videos, like yeah. of me, like at, uh, you know, yeah, older turntable, like a minor. Mm. Yep. But um. No, like no one else was into that shit that I was mm-hmm. back in the day. So I, all I had was online. Like I would post to DJ forums uh, online and kind of get critiqued. Like I would record like me practicing for like, you know, like a little two minute freestyle or whatever. I post it to a forum online and then uh, all those fucking nerds would like tear me apart or they'll be like, oh, okay, you're, you sound pretty good. Uh, you <clears throat> should work on this, that and the other. Wow. So I used, I used, oh, I used to cool. record all of my practice sessions, like just me cutting or whatever. Um, you were determined to get it. Yeah, yeah. And plus, I, I mean, my only outlet was the internet. I didn't right. have, like, I was too young to go to events. I was right. too young to go to, like, you know, any sort of club type installation with turntables. Yeah. Uh, everybody that I did know that was into turntables was just, like, older than me, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, I would go to the, I remember one time I went to Hogwild Records in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I bought a Super Seal. Oh, my God. Yeah, you remember the spot? Yes. Ah, shit. That's where yeah, I met. Right this. there by SAC. Yeah, right yeah. there. I, yeah, 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 I used yeah. to go right there. And Are I you from San Antonio? I'm from San Antonio. What part? Uh, Northside. 
Oh shit! North I'm West Side. side. Oh shit! West Side, <laughs> Karma's Gentleman Club, uh, baby. Seven eight two three seven. Seven eight two three seven. Seven eight two two eight. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I was. I was. Oh, you're gonna hate where I'm from. <laughs> where are you from? Battle of Zip yes. Codes. Churchill. No. Uh, Reagan. No. Okay. I'm lost. Alamo Heights. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Niner, baby. No. Mules up. Oh, Alamo, God. Alamo Whites. Alamo Whites. Um, that's for everyone that's unaware. Alamo Whites. Um. Yeah, that's exactly what. Okay, for people that don't know yeah. or that are not from San Antonio, anything north side is considered white. Anything west is Mexican. Anything <laughs> south is Mexican. Mexican is like little Laredo. Yeah. Anything yeah. east is mostly black. And then anything Bernie is like super country. That's like northwest. <laughs> wow. Am I right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so Nailed we it. would consider him like, oh, you white boy. So yeah, no, basically, we yeah. probably would have thought he was white. No, yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, that's no. cool. I didn't know that. So right. I, I would go to Hogwild, and I remember I bought a scratch record there one day, and uh, one of the guys uh, working there, uh, DJ Dacos, shouts out Dacos. He was like the first person to ever put me on like a like a like a poster, like a flyer, you know. And I played like yeah. a little. 30 minute set at this uh, bar called High Tones. Uh, oh, yeah. Back, yeah. yeah back it's still going on. Back yeah, in 2013. Yeah. I was so young. I didn't yeah. know what the fuck I was doing. He gave me $60 at the end of it, and I was like, holy shit. I made money doing this. Like, this is great. You <laughs> know, cute. 60 bucks back when I was fucking, you know, like 17, 18. I think I was, I must have been 18 at the time. And yeah. back in the day, but, that's a lot of money. But yeah, yeah. no. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, I bought a record. I bought a record. It was a scratch record. And then he was like, oh, shit. Like, you know what this is? And I'm like, of course. Like, I see it right here. It says Beats Breaks. It's like the every record store. Yeah. Every decent record store has right. that one section of like right. battle battle record shit, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I was like the, probably the only person I feel like, you know, buying them shits, uh, buying like a Super Seal or a damn Dirt Style uh, Shampoo Breaks or was, whatever. Was the turntablist scratch scene pretty big at that time in San Antonio? Um, Like, I mean, you were like on the internet and forums. Like, was there any San Antonio guys? No, no, not really. Not really. Not okay. that I knew of. I mean, because I think like Donnie D is probably the uh, the only mm -hmm. other guy or probably the only guy that I know that's done DMCs and stuff like that. No, yeah. ammunition too. Uh, but Donnie D, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I just and again, like I just didn't even know how to approach those cats because I was like so young. Yeah. I'm like. You know, I was, I was literally just like, you know, like, oh, wow, you guys are so cool. Like, maybe you can hang out. Maybe we can hang out sometime if my mom lets me. And then, you know, like, again, again, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, again, I just there was that disconnect where I just yeah. I, I didn't know anybody else that was into it. Um, all I knew is that I, I just liked it. And so yeah. I, I'd use the Internet as my outlet. Uh, when I was 16, I got uh, I I got a, an MPC 2000 XL. Begged my mom for that one too. Mm -hmm. um, that was like you know three hundred bucks off Guitar Center. I still have it to this day. I almost sold it years the ago. The same one. The same one. Damn. I almost sold it uh, literally because like maybe like five years ago. I was like, man, three hundred bucks sounds pretty good right now. But like, <laughs> I, I'm glad I didn't sell it, and yeah. I still use it to this day. And it's like I, I wanted to make beats like DJ Premier. I yeah, just wanted of to course. make. Yeah, yeah. All I wanted to do was like when I like because I was so into the hip hop shit. All I wanted to do was like scratch records and right. make and make boom bap ass fucking like hip hop. Love that. You know, yeah, like yeah. that tribe called Quest, that East Coast jazzy sound. Mm. That's all I, I. I mean, I still I still bump the hell out of those records today. Yeah. Like yeah. that's still what I. You know, if I'm driving around and cruising to, that's still mm -hmm. what I listen to. Yeah. Uh, just because the production was so nice, so yeah. I just wanted to. You know, I got the MPC, learn how to chop up records and sample drum yep. breaks and stuff like that on that. And the MPC has a great sound. Oh, punchy it, as hell. It's amazing. I tell everybody, I'm like, <laughs> it's dry as hell, it's dry as a bone, you know, because there's no effects on it unless yeah. you get the one of the crazy models with effects. Oh, yeah. But uh, 
the idea is that if you sample super hot into it, like super loud, yeah. it, the, the machine naturally adds like a nice little compression to it oh. or it sounds real mm. punchy. Just, I mean, that's why you look at old videos of Kanye in the fucking studio with Jay-Z yeah. uh, when he's like demoing him beats. Ye was using the damn MPC. A lot of, a lot of early Kanye mm. records like College Dropout, yeah. there's so many of those drum rolls. If you listen, there's a lot of kick rolls. Kanye used to love producing with hella kick rolls. Yeah, yeah. It's because the NPC, the sequencer on it, it's so good. And when you hold hold the note repeat, right. I mean, you can just make these really cool little like kick rolls and, and hi-hat rolls and whatnot. So um, you would probably know the difference, but what what's the difference between the 2000 and the 2000 XL? Because I have a 2000 XL. Okay, yeah. I have yeah. an XL too. I think the 2000, it's funny, it's called the 2000, but it came out, the original one came out in 97. Right. The XL came out in 2000. Yeah. Um, I believe it was a difference in memory. Okay. And I had a different auto chop. It had a different like 16 level. I think it was like a better one. Okay. But I still know some, I mean, some people will even say, oh, the 2000 sounds better than the XL. You know, people yeah. always, you know, compare right. two different things or two similar things to to each other, to each other. But I feel like the 2000 XL really hit its stride. And that's like the iconic, yeah. like no one really talks about the, 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 the original, right. the one from 97, yeah. everyone's all about the 2000, 2000 XL, Pete Rock, Q-Tip. Yeah. They were all on that machine. And yeah. I just knew, I just like, I just want that. I just wanted yeah. to get one. So, you know, and for those that don't, that don't know for the, the viewers, uh, we're talking about a drum machine, a drum machine. Yeah. We're talking about a drum machine and a Kai drum machine where, uh, they used to make beats back in the day. So. Uh, it, looks like a, it looks like a cash register. It does. It looks like this <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. 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 So, so, are you still doing that? Uh, are you still making beats today? Uh, I do. I definitely am still making music you gotta to this send day. Me some stuff, man. Yeah. No. Well, the thing is, like, I, I, my worst trait is that I don't finish things. Mm, okay. That's like I'll make the loop. I mean, I feel like that can be said with. I feel a lot of people kind of relate to that. But it's you, like yeah. you sound like that guy over there. I make. It's Who's like, that guy? Hey, 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 DJ Arley back there. Hey. It's funny because I uh, I was watching your stories today and I saw you using the uh, I saw you using the, it like looping off of a record. Yeah, I was like, oh, and it's funny because I was like, I'm gonna ask him how he does that because that's that's so sick. Yeah. yeah, no, I appreciate it. It was like a house a house house record. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but the funny thing is, I like making like house music on the MPC because you always think of the MPC as a hip hop mm -hmm. drum machine. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. again, that's what I use it for hip hop. Yeah. But like. In, in other genres, it actually works really well yeah. just because it has that sound to it. It has like, you know, you can sample super, say you put a record on 45 and you sample and you sample on 45, sped yeah. up sample on the machine, you, you tune it down. Right. And because you're turning it down from 45 RPM to 33 or whatever, the machine naturally adds like grit texture to nice. it. And that's what you're, that's what people, that's, I mean, any, any sampler, any, any, sequence or drum machine yeah. that's what you're buying them for uh is for the texture added to uh the sounds when you're yeah. actually doing the, the manipulating or whatever the hell do you think yeah. that uh your ear has been refined over years to like hear all that stuff because if you have a just you know just a regular i'm not gonna say just regular mm -hmm. but a, a dj that's not really into production do you think they could tell, tell the difference between all that stuff um i i think so to an extent, it mm -hmm. also depends on like how you're listening to it. Like if you're using headphones or if you're just in your car, if you're using yeah. like a nice little hi-fi setup at the crib or you're just using like a, a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. You know, it just depends on that. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I say I'd say so. Yeah. But but to some people don't some people don't give a shit about any of the like the actual like yeah. fidelity. And it's like, no, it sounds cool. It sounds it sounds cool or not good or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I remember when I was, um, I still need to reach back out to him, but Ray and I were working together on this one track and man, that I learned so much from sitting with him, 
uh, just kind of going back off of what, what you're saying, right? He was teaching me like, okay, you gave me this song. Look at the sound waves it produces on mm-hmm. Serato. Now let's add this piece to it. It was some bass booster or something. Mm-hmm. And when he loaded it back up, it's the same song, but the waves were stronger mm-hmm. and okay. the colors were more vibrant. And he was like, which track would you play this one uh, or that one? And I'm like that one. And he was like, now hear the difference. I'm like, would that be blown. the compression Raymond? Cause I know you make a it's lot of some beats. sausage base. <laughs> the sausage that I know. Yeah. Yeah. Sausage yeah. Fatner. Yeah. Sausage yeah. That, yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's super cool. So, so when you started tapping into just DJing, right? Like the mm-hmm. house music and all that, how much time from then till you started competing? Shit. Uh, well, my very first time DJing like in front of people was actually at a DMC battle. Wow. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Shit. What so year was that? That was 2015. Okay. No, no, that was 14. I'm sorry. 2014 okay. DMC Dallas. At the time I was a freshman in college. I went to UT Tyler for my freshman year of college because oh, I nice. back I backdoored the hell into my into fucking UT that way. All I had to do was all I had to do was get a three two GPA with like thirty hours of credit, automatically transferred. Nice. That's besides the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I heard that they were gonna do the DMC Dallas battle and I was in Tyler, which is two hours east of Dallas. Yeah. So um, I used to live there for a little bit. In I used Tyler? to work there, yeah. Oh, no shit. I worked at uh, Mother Francis, the hospital. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember, yeah. like, so that, that college I was at, uh, Tyler, or University of yeah. Texas at Tyler, right. they had a really good nursing program. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of, like, the girls. Right. They're, like, on the loop. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, loop 323, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, damn, I was out there. Yeah. I was, like, I, w- I remember going from Santa, I was, I was too dumb to go to, like, the actual, like, a sister schools at UT. <laughs> like I was like, I, I, I wasn't smart enough to, for UT Arlington or uh, UTSA. Yeah. So I just, I just chose like, you know, I had El, the choices of like Brownsville, UT, UT uh, Permian Basin, like yeah. El Paso and like Tyler. And I was like, you know what? I'll go hang out in East Texas for like a, so, for two semesters. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So I was out there for uh, two semesters and uh, I saw the, they announced like the DMC battle. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to enter it, you know? And uh, yeah, I entered it. Uh, I got second place and I lost to DJ Spider-Man. Um, and I remember I, I took it, I took it super hard. Cause I yeah. was like, you know, I was like, well, I'm supposed to be the best. I'm supposed to be, <laughs> it should have been, been me, but it's okay. You know, I took it in stride and I was like, Whatever. and that's how the villain was born. Yeah. Right. Yeah, And then you came back next year, next year and at, you won. Right? Next year was in Austin. And then I won that one. Yeah. Wow. That was Hell 2015. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to shout out my man Fisher Price actually uh, from Dallas, uh, okay. big homie. He actually booked me a hotel room wow. for that night because he knew I was in, coming from Tyler. And yeah. I met him. I think I met him at like a, oh, I forgot where I met him. I think I like some South by Southwest shit. Um, but anyway, he he was super nice to me, and he was like, "Yo, I don't want you driving back the same night, yeah, because like you know, late at night, like you know, you just get some rest. We can get some lunch. We can get some breakfast in the morning, yeah." And he literally got me a hotel room, and you know, for me, the idea of spending like two hundred dollars, two hundred fifty dollars, and then like parking fifty dollars or whatever, like I, I don't have no fucking money back then, like yeah. Yeah. like it was just super nice. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like this is a really cool scene to be a part of because you know, yeah. if you're what do you know, if you're a nice person or whatever, like people take care of you. And I guess he he, he really took care of me that day, and I always will thank him for that like he didn't have to go out of his way and do that but he literally booked me a hotel yeah. room so he knew that i didn't so i didn't have to drive the same night back to fucking my shitty little dorm or whatever um <laughs> but anyway it, it's amazing how like it's yeah. the, those small things that really matter to us like here you are yeah. years later yeah after you know having so much success in so many things and these are the <laughs> things that you that you remember it's yeah. all the little things man. And, yeah. and what people don't realize is djing even though there's friendly competition and all that it's still a community yeah right yeah. Um, walk me through 
what that was like for you and with that creative process to put your set together for your very first battle. So, I mean, I just, I studied the hell out of YouTube videos and I saw what was winning other battles. I'm like, I remember I would, uh, on one of the DJ forums I'd post on, I, I actually had a pretty good rapport with uh, DJ Vect. Uh, oh yeah, DJ DMC, Vect. DMC yeah, yeah. World Shout Champ. out to DJ Vect. DJ Vect, shit, we would talk all the time, just like, you know, me asking him questions about like how I should arrange my set or like how I should go about my approach. And he'd be like, you know, like, you know, definitely like, don't go too far into one direction. Try to try to cover as many bases as you can in your six minutes. Like, you know, if you can scratch jump, make a scratch jumping section. If you can mm -hmm. beat juggle, make like two beat juggle sections with like an intro, intro patterns, a breakdown. If you can, if you obviously your, your shit is, you're really good at scratching. Like yeah. make sure you make scratching like the fucking the forefront of your routine. So he kind of gave mm -hmm. me the guidance and like, you know, just kind of trying to keep it as multi uh, faceted as possible and showing that I can actually have the ability to like make a six minute set yeah. and cover all my bases. Also, including disses i remember like yeah. trying to like you know find the right disses for records and stuff like that um, did they have like a structure for you like you have to include no. three different genres mm -hmm. or anything like nope. that no that was no. just his recommendation yeah that was his because it, it, it in every in every dmc like e official email like when you register it literally says that like you know judges there is no criteria there is no mm. you can do anything you can literally go up there and do anything you want like the judges might judges might yeah. check you out on like your ability to compose, like make a composition, right. you're scratching, juggling, whatnot. But you can really go up there and do anything like DJ, DJP. Uh, I think uh, he was a, a DMC cat uh, back in like 94, 95. Mm -hmm. He literally just mixed like in, oh. a, in a regional battle, just, okay. just blended two records. And that was like, because it was so different, people really liked it. Mm. Yeah. So it's a matter of standing out. It's not a necessary, just like all DJing, it's not necessarily the most technical <clears> shit. <throat> it's also like, what is, what is the most memorable and what, what connects with the audience the most, wow. you know? So that's an important way to look at it too. Yeah, definitely. Are there battles where they do rate you on only technicality or do you think just all battles in general are more about the crowd response DM dmc is definitely like the one battle that puts technicality i feel like over yeah. everything else but mm. then you look at the polar opposite which is the red bull right battles those okay. battles are definitely about like 15 minute party rock like yeah. ener okay. energy you know tone play yeah clever transitions like right. not necessarily who can two click flare the fastest or who right. has got the craziest fucking like breakdown juggles you know yeah. that, that that's kind of the difference but dmc was like I'd say DMC still is like the most technical yeah. um, DJ battle. Back in 2015, when you were battling, were you battling on Serato or were you guys battling on actual like vinyl? Oh, uh, yeah. It was definitely Serato at that point. I okay. think they introduced okay. Serato into the battle after uh, 2011. Okay. Uh, it used to be a vinyl only battle before that. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, they, it was all Serato. All Serato. Yeah. And it's funny, I didn't even have. I didn't even have a, a, a Serato mixer. Uh, so I had to like basically. Back then it was the box, right? Wasn't you, it? You were using you, uh, that battle. That's the one that you had to battle on the 62, right? Uh, the, the 2015 uh, DM. So in Austin, in Austin uh, DMC uh, 2015, I used a 62. Yeah. But in 2014, uh, they actually, I battled on a Z2. I remember <laughs> one other, one other competitor got really upset and sent a very strongly worded email to uh i think christy about me being able to play on a z2 why uh, is that 
Oh, just because, you know, I, I literally got to, you know, I brought my own mixer and I played on my own mixer. I didn't, I didn't, mm. I did not have, I didn't even have the driver. If even, if I plugged my computer into yeah. that mixer, I wouldn't even have the damn drivers to like battle. So I, right. I think I, I like basically begged. I'm like, please, can I enter this battle? But like, can I play on a Z2? Yeah. And they were real cool. They were real cool. They're like, yeah, that's fine. And then, yeah, one, 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 one DJ sent a very strongly worded email, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, uh, that, uh, didn't, you know, oh, he only won because he had his own mixer or whatever the fuck. Well, I got one word for him. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we finally used that one. Yes. You know, that's hilarious. Oh, that's crazy. That is so funny. So out of all of the battles that you've done, you've got DMC, Texas Scratch League, you've got the phase one, and you've got Vice. Which one of those would you say is your favorite to compete in? And is there one in particular that you want to enter that you haven't done? Um... It would have been cool if I did Goldie, I feel. Mm, um, Goldie was yeah. cool. I like the idea of Goldie, even though... What's Goldie? Goldie Awards is the one um, that A-Track put on. Okay. Um, I think he's going to bring it back. Oh, is he? He's, yeah. He's ta- he talked about... Uh, I recently heard that uh, they're going to they're gonna bring it back again. So. Okay. Mm. I mean, it's a possibility. You got time? It's a possibility. I don't know. The thing is, I feel like in general, when it comes to battling, um, I feel like... I don't want to sound egotistical, but I don't feel like I have anything else to prove anymore. No, I, was I, I using, don't think so either. I was, right? using, nope. I was using those battles uh, to kind of hide my insecurities <clears throat> and like being like, no, I'm the fucking baddest motherfucker in the room. Like, I'm cold. I'm the best DJ, whatever. And I feel like after years of, you know, the second places or years of maybe like I didn't hit my mark or whatever, like I'm just like, you know what? Like, I, I'll, let, I'll let someone else like, you know, someone else can take that. Like, I really am. I'm good. You know, yeah. like I had my fun. I had my fun. Yeah, I feel like a lot of DJs has share that same sentiment, um, but also some DJs feel the need to like you know enter every single year, and it's yeah. like you know just to get you know just to really fucking get it. But I don't know, like I just feel like for me for myself, yeah, I'm just like no, nah, I'm like good. Like I, I, again, I like I said, I used it literally because it's I, I didn't have a real name for myself. Mm. Um, it was a I mean battling is a great way to quickly. Put your name out there and be like, oh shit, who's that kid? Like, yeah. who's that cat? Why is he, why is he so good or whatever the X Y Z? But now at this point, it's like no, like I never, I never won a U.S. Finals. I never, I only won two regionals ever. I won like a bunch of scratch battles here and there. Yeah, I, I won uh, actually uh, another, uh, I guess accolade is I did the DMC USA scratch battle mm. uh, okay. that was online because yeah. it was during COVID times, right. and I lost to Prolifics. I got oh. second place to Prolific. But again, Prolifics is amazing. Yeah, Prolifics yeah. is literally like one of the best scratch DJs in the world. Like when it comes just to yeah. straight up like cuts, like he's, he rin- he rinses me. Absolutely. So really? like, that's, that's hard to believe. No, no, he does. no, he does. He does. I'll, I'll, I'll say it now. Like he's literally so good. But again, I feel like I kind of like having my own flow and kind of having my own deal where it's yeah. like, you know, people will be like, Oh shit, like you're good or whatever. But it's like, you know, why don't you battle? And I'm like, cause I just don't feel like I, I really, yeah. I mean, also, uh, I was, Oh, another battle. I, I'm now remembering the battles I did. Talk <laughs> your lost, shit. Talk lost, your tone, shit. lost tone pros. Uh, I was doing mm-hmm. the Nam battles, uh, at Nam okay. every year. I was just about to ask um, about that. Yeah. Yes. So I lost, so I did that one for three, three years. Uh, I lost a flip flop the first time. I feel like you and Flip Flop were like nemesis. Ah, we're no, we're good. I mean, he's you're friends, right? Right. He's my but homie. Like, he's my homie. But like scratching yeah, nemesis. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, the thing is, like, his style beats mine because I kind of have like the super. I feel like it's like super lazy. I like crazy, jazzy, like slow cuts, like super groovy. Yeah. And um, and I feel like Flip beats me on the technicality shit. Like he can chirp 
way faster than I ever will. Or he can fucking stab faster than I ever will. He has crazy hand control, crazy flow. And it's like, that's what wins those battles. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's like my style really doesn't uh, work well for like that kind of situation. I feel it's kind of crazy to hear this stuff like right now. Cause I mean, that's just, that's just my, again, that's my interpretation of it. Cause you know, us that we, you know, when we do the, the cut sessions and stuff like that, it's like, Oh shit. Like, you know, Dopez is here mm-hmm. and he's just gonna do amazing Quick, crazy shit. <laughs> well, 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 it's, it's, it's crazy because like I'll literally stop everything I'm doing just to just watch. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And it's crazy because like I'm thinking like, oh, dude, I'm killing it. And then Dopez gets on. I was like, oh, oh I quit. Suck. <laughs> I mean, I'm start unplugging I mean, shit. I was like, I need to keep practicing for sure. I mean, it took me years to kind of develop, I guess, like the flow I have now. I mean, I remember. When I again taking it back to when I first started DJing and posting to like mm-hmm. online forums, I remember posting um, like you know after a year my progress and people would be like, "Holy shit, you're really good!" Like, <clears throat> like are you sure it's only been a year? And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's only been a year." Like something about it, I just understood it. I guess uh, I'm I'm classically trained. I played the cello growing up. Nice. I played the cello from fourth yeah. to like nice. ninth grade. Um, but I hate classical music. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would post my files, um, you know, little freestyles. And yeah. I remember I would enter online scratch battles and I would, okay. sometimes I'd lose. And, uh, you know, I get critiqued and be like, okay, well, you're too fast. You're mm. go, you're trying to do the most. And clearly, like, you're just going too fast. Like, you need to mm. slow it down. And that's what leads me to believe, like, you know, at the time, I, of course, me being hard headed, I'm like, no, they're wrong. Like they don't, they just don't, they just don't get me. <laughs> that DJ does it like that. that. Why d- can't I? That, yeah. So, Sorry. but then it took me a minute to, to listen to like, you know, the way say like D styles cuts. Okay. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I, when I fucking discovered like Phantasmagoria, I ran that album back so many times because I'm like, how is he, how is he just making a simple like chirp flare sound like the best scratch I've ever heard, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it took me, even though it took me like a year to like learn how to scratch, like you learn how to scratch, maybe scratch fast, two click flare, double time, all that shit. It took me 10 years to like basically Whoa. dumb it down and do like the jazzy, super nice, like, like super nice. Like uh, someone once described it as a drunken monk type of flow where you're just like super in the pocket. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like hitting these, these pauses right. and these, and these, in your flow and you're grooving to and it and you're just grooving to it. And, and the listener as a parent, they can be like, okay, I can hear exactly what musical phrase you're right. on, or I can kind of anticipate what's coming next yeah. because you're hitting this like, bop, 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 kind of like, yeah. it's kind of like fucking, it's kind of like scatting or yeah, like yeah, jazz yeah, shit, yeah. you know, yeah. where you're mm. just super loose, super loose and slow. And, and that's when you're making like the, the listener or the viewer or whatever you want to call it. Think, right. You know, again, it's like, I think in Kubert said in the, in the scratch documentary, scratching is like talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scratching like talking, you know, <clears throat> you, you, you want to have flows, you want to have pauses and silences in your speech. Yeah. Because you don't want to just talk a million miles per hour because right. then there's that that basically diminishes the value of like what you're saying. Yeah. Say less with more. Right. So always go slower when you can and just really make people think per se. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, I'm not I don't consider myself an elite scratcher or anything like that, you know, but I just like to do it. However, I do have some people sometimes that are like, you know, how, how can I, how can I scratch? I'm like, why don't you scratch like the lyrics to a song? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like try to sound out the lyrics by scratching and you'll come up with some weird fucking combinations and shit. Yeah. 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 And that usually works. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I recommend that to people. Mm -hmm. So I want to pick your brain on, um, again, more of your experience in, battling right Mm -hmm. so was there ever a battle that you were like okay 
this is a challenge or did you ever have a battle where you're like, man, this, this just wasn't it. And how did you overcome that? Uh, it was probably the U S finals. Yeah. The first time I went, I mean, I, I, I did my little set the moment. I remember the moment I had that thought, like, you know, I won my little regionals in New York, uh, with Swift style actually, mm. uh, first time going to New York, I was like 20 years old. Um, wow. I was 20. I, I mean, I looked, I looked probably 17, but I was 20, <laughs> but I hung out with dwells and dwells showed me his set before the battle. And I immediately was, I was floored. I was like, Holy shit. This Damn. is the craziest set I've seen. Like this kid's going to take it. Like here. I thought I had something with like some breakdown juggles, some scratch, crazy scratch routines. He was like all over the mixer using every single feature. Wow. And I was like, damn, like I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to lose to him. And then I remember, I think he kind of, I think he kind of wanted to see my set you know, cause we're hanging out before the battle yeah, and I'm yeah. like, Oh, and he was like, oh, I'll show you my set. I'm like, okay, fuck yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. My set literally had like a one minute dedicated to him where I dissed the fuck out of him. So I'm like, nah, I don't really, uh, I don't really feel like doing my set right now. It's okay. You'll see it. I'll practice it later. Um, love you, Luca. I love dwells is my homie. Now I fucking love this kid. Uh, very talented producer. Yeah. Again, DJ, uh, started out with the turntables and shit just like me, but, his career is so good right now. Um, yeah, shouts out Luca, uh, DJ Dwells. Shout out to D- um, DJ Dwells. Yeah, I yeah. love Dwells. Um, anyway, <clears throat> but yeah, it was at that battle. I'm like, oh shit, like, I think Manuel was second place that year. Mm. Precision was first. Mm. Of course, Precision is a monster. I grew up watching all those videos. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking practiced that drop it like it's hot juggle so many times. And I yeah. even posted it. And I always post it with like the disclaimer. It's like, I know Precision did this routine. I'm using it to practice. Like, I'm not claiming i'm not claiming that i've came up with these snare fills i'm using it as like just like a template like right. like let me see if i can like you know here's the base material the drop it like it's hot you know instrumental plus eight on the pitch on both on uh you know two copies of the same record yeah so i kind of would see if i can double do those patterns by just watching him do it same source material and then you just kind of like see if you can do it yourself type mm. of shit anyway that routine is sick by the way i've i've seen it yeah i've seen you repeat it again and i'm like Cause you have it at a certain tempo and then you speed it up and then I'm just like, yeah, holy shit. I'm no, like, like that. that I, I tell everybody, everybody that wants to practice juggling, I'm like, get doubles and drop it like it's hot produced mm. by the Neptunes. It literally has all Note the good. Drop it. Oh, <laughs> seriously, drop it. It, like it has amazing <laughs> percussion. The snare, the clap to the snares are so crisp and they're loud. It has a kick roll at the beginning. It's got like that little ding, you know, like yeah. all that. Yeah. Every element in that track is perfect for just doubling up like yeah. two copies of it. Nice. So uh, that's kind of what I always use. Like my, I have two copies, so I have two copies of Drop It Like It's Hot, the single, yep. and they're beat to shit. You know, the worn <laughs> to hell. Like you listen to yeah. them, and it's just fuzz. Yeah. But I remember know. when I started, when I tried teaching myself how to beat juggle on records, the one that I used, and it's only because I memorized how many times I have to spin the record back mm-hmm. was um, One Minute Man. Oh yeah, by oh, yeah, yeah, Missy yeah. Elliott. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, but the bitch part is that the beginning of the song it's pure acapella. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. So it goes on for like 30 seconds or so, and then I'm like, okay, one, two, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, what oh, shit, and make sure I don't go back to the acapella yeah, and all it that stuff. So, so I'm going to try that with Drop It Like It's Hide and not mess with songs that start with acapella mm-hmm. first. So let me let me ask you this. So you start. Obviously, you've been battling for for quite some time already. And how would you I know you said you don't really it it seems like you kind of don't have the itch to do that now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Would you want to, given now all of the 
more advanced technology than when you first started. So like we've got stems, mm -hmm. right? We've got all these different features in Serato. Uh, is is that something still that wouldn't drive you to go back to the battle scene? Yeah, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I really like all the technology and how, how things are getting even more and more advanced with like stems and stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't know. I just. But you use them in your sets and your regular DJ yeah, sets. Yeah, I definitely right? use the features in my in, yeah regular DJ sets. But like in terms of like, again, it's kind of like, why, why didn't I ever do a Red Bull battle? Yeah. That's kind of like that's kind of the way I'm interpreting it. I did I wonder never, that. I did wonder. I don't that. know. I just. Yeah. I wasn't really into I wasn't into just party rock party rock technical sets at that time. I right. was all about DMC yeah. and yeah. Uh, technical battle stuff. Yeah. Like I looked at, you know, it's a lot. It's very easy to kind of take the, oh, the Red Bull battle is not the real DJ battle. You know, some like nerd shit, you know, yeah. but whatever. Like, I don't know. I, it just wasn't it just wasn't what I what I really cared for, even yeah. though. I mean, shit, there was a lot of money back then in the Red Bull battles. Like, it was getting sponsored mm -hmm. uh, left to right, and it was very marketable. Like, I feel like the Red Bull battles really hit their peak um, back in, like, the mid-2010s when, like, Trey's and Four Color Zack were winning. Yeah. You know, they were killing these routines. But, like, I don't know. I feel like now it's just kind of, like, people in general, I feel like battling just kind of, like, it just kind of hit the back seat, you know? Yeah, I think so, too, because... Uh uh, we're helping with that this 150 50th anniversary mm -hmm. uh, hip hop celebration tomorrow at the spokesman and i put out you know who wants to battle you know this and that and it's been like crickets mm -hmm. like, yeah like that <laughs> like that so but i did get uh dj crazy mix <laughs> and jay lee <laughs> and they're just going to go head to head so we're going to decide let's just do a head to head hell yeah uh, cool. and and overall i think the 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 battle scenes kind of died down yeah mm. I think. I mean, for me, uh, I, I mean, uh, we spoke about this a little earlier off camera, but like, I feel like not necessarily the, just a battle tip, but like also just creating a product, creating something that has your name on it, like a tangible mm -hmm. product, whether it's like an EP, a song, a record, right, yeah. uh, something physical. I feel like that honestly has a lot of merit and a lot of worth nowadays where yeah. maybe, maybe making like a little album or something that really fully represents you that people can listen to. Um, I feel like a lot of the, a lot of the cats that were do hella into battling just spent all that energy that they would making a six minute set that, that they'd perform once, you know, and then right. also when it, they would, they put that into the studio and, and to making actual like instrumentation, actual yeah. like music, you know? So I feel like that's kind of the, 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 the angle I'm taking now. Your next step. My next step is like yeah. to actually, you know, get, get the sounds out of my head and actually like make physical music that people can download yeah. having their hard drives and be like oh this is a dope this is a house track that dope has made and then they play it right. in their sets or you just posted longevity. one mm -hmm. you just posted one yeah. right that and I, that that what i posted yesterday literally that's the first time i've uploaded music in like damn like eight years wow nine years just because like i would always get way too in my head about like oh i don't know i think i still need to tweak tweak this programming on the damn snare or i don't know if the the arrangement's right you know at the end of the day it's just a matter of just keep just keep putting content out just keep putting things out yeah. you know mm -hmm. don't worry if it's like not maybe the most perfect but just keep doing it you know so yeah. i kind of had to beat that mental block and like uh get over that sensation of it's not good enough or why doesn't my record sound as big as like this guy's record yeah. or this that and the other you know also you don't you never really want to compare yourself to other people because everyone's on a, on a you know if right. you end up comparing yourself with other people you're never going to be happy with yourself so it's just a matter of just yeah. doing it so that's kind of what i'm actually like somewhat struggling with you know it's like 
like, you know, I just need to, you know, just make the product, put it out. I literally, I'm sitting on a hard drive full of music yeah. that I've made over the years. I'm, my MPC has so many projects dating back to like when I was in college that just needs a little working and I just need to record it into yeah. the Ableton, arrange it and actually release it because I've had so many people. I post something to my story, like a little 30, 20, 30 second little blip of like what I've been working on. And people will say, where do I get this? Like, yeah. how do I, yeah. how do I, how do I download this? Where is this on Spotify? Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's the next step. Like just releasing your music so yeah. that it's streamable and it's available so that you have that pr tangible product that someone can refer to. That's not just like a one minute freestyle of me cutting an awe over some fucking bullshit, <laughs> yeah. over some bullshit, you know, like, like again, um, I look at, I look at, um, you know, social media, like say like Instagram reels, TikTok, mm -hmm. you know, if you have a good handle on that, you're going to do really well, especially for in this type of career yeah. where if you have a, if you have one reel go viral, you know, it's like, it's like a song, you know, you get, all you need is one to go viral that people share mm -hmm. and then boom, eyes on, you have hella eyes on your shit. Everyone yeah. starts looking at your profile, seeing what else you do. Do you only do that or do you do more? So right. you kind of got to, yeah. I kind of look at stuff like that. Like, you know, the turntablism, little, little snippets that I post or whatever, mm -hmm. like little cut beats or, or cut videos, like that's kind of to uh, drive traction to your page. And people can basically kind of look at your resume yeah. and be like, okay, what else does this guy do? Like, yeah. okay, he likes, yeah. he likes photos. Oh, cool. He likes old clothes. Oh, cool. He can also <clears> DJ. <throat> it looks like he's into house music. He's into also making his own music. You know, it's just a matter of how you market yourself. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, yeah, you were talking about the rebranding. The rebrand, yeah. Yeah. No, like, you know, just wanting to just wanting to put out original music and also not only be known as like the turntablist, like prodigy kid, like scratch guy. Like I want to be mm. as multifaceted as possible and, and, and show that I can like DJ, like I can go from DJ like an open format hip hop party to DJ like a straight up, like, you know, tropical house set, you know, on, yeah. on CJs yeah. or whatever. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I want to be able to play on all equipment. I want to be able to like yeah. just get down on any setup and also just playing stuff that I like. Uh, do you feel like you've like you're right now, like you're having, uh, maybe not a difficult time. I'm not sure exactly how to put it, but like to get that turntablism label, you know, put to the side mm -hmm. so people can know you for something else. I guess in other words, like. Do you feel like it's difficult for people to recognize you for something else other than turntablism? Uh, yes, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you look up Dopez on YouTube and the first thing that comes up is like Dopez DMC, right. you know, like, yeah, that's kind of like what, I mean, that's kind of how I, how, how I came up in the scene. Yeah. So it definitely is. I mean, that's why I literally had a thought. I'm like, huh, should I come up with like a producer alias or should I come up with like another name that I can uh, name this other project or this other direction yeah. that I kind of want to go in. But for right now, I'm just rolling with Dopez yeah. and then I'm just kind of just like, you know, at the end of the day, it's just an whatever you put out is indicative indicative of like what yeah. you're doing. So at the end of the day, like, yeah, like again, it's, it's, it's like a blessing and a curse, you know, like yeah. I, I, I blew, I blew up or got well known for like the turntables and shit, which is great, you know, getting my name out there. Like a lot of people are familiar with like what I do, but also, um, it's just a matter of kind of going against the grain and being like, well, yeah, like I do that, but also like, I'm also good at this other side of things yeah. where yeah. either some people will say, well, that's not what I followed you for. That's not what I know you for. Like, fuck all that shit. Or they'll be like, oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. I like that stuff too. You know? So yeah. it just depends. Yeah. It just depends. You know, like uh, I kind of like, like when I DJ, um, uh, what's it called? When I DJ, like maybe like house music, I'll still like have a little bit of scratching in yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. Some yeah, I was gonna ask. Like, Super light, very light. I very, light. very tasteful. Like I, yeah. I again, like learning how to dumb it down per se. Like make simple scratches sound really good mm -hmm. because you know, like 
I'm not I'm not too quick flaring in awe like in a in the club. Like yeah. I'm literally just like yeah. teasing maybe like like a like a like a it's it's yours, you know, like yeah. that kind of yeah. shit. Yeah. But super simple where you're just doing a little chirp and then dropping the sample, there's a little echo on it. You're just keeping it light. Yeah. yeah. Again, someone once told me, you know, scratching in a DJ set, it's like cooking a meal. You don't make it the entire you don't make it the entire protein. You don't make it the entire yeah. like base right. of the meal. It's a it's a spice. Yeah. You have mm. to use it like a spice. Less is more. And uh, the the less you use it, that means if you use it, if you do it a lot less, that means when you do do it, it has it has value. It has a lot yeah. more like it's like, oh, it kind of perks your ears up a little bit. Was yeah. there a point where you where you had to realize that? Um, where it's like, you know, you're, you're, you're going crazy scratching all that Probably stuff. like the first time I ever DJed like a club in Austin. Yeah. I did really bad. Really? I DJed at Shakespeare's on sixth, like wow. back in like 2015, <laughs> no 15 or 16. Okay. I, I remember I covered for uh, a homie DJ Shogun and he asked me to DJ, uh, like a Friday or Saturday night for him. And I remember I made 150 bucks and the bar staff literally was like, they sat me down. Like, I'm not going to lie. That was, that was really not good. <laughs> wow. That's not like, that's really not what we wanted. I think I was playing like, I was playing like, like I didn't know he gave me a playlist like to yeah. play out of. And I definitely stuck to the playlist for the most part, but still like, I remember that crushed me. I was Damn. like, Holy shit. Like, were you cutting a lot or were you? I don't, re- I, I, I don't remember exactly what I was doing. I, I, I pretty much blacked. I was so nervous. I blacked out pretty much. I don't remember what I did. <clears throat> I may have been cutting too much or not really been focusing on my blends. It was back when Shakespeare still had like the back room where they played the skate mm, yeah, videos yeah. way like, you know, way before. Right. But I remember like at the end of the night, I still got my little hundred and fifty dollars, and but they were like, "Bro, you're you're not you're not gonna be, you're not gonna play here again." Were, were you you were using um um what was the program that we were just tractor about? Tractor. tractor you were still on tractor Wactor right? Wactor Scratch Pro uh, no hey, I was well that's that's I know I know I know I know I know no I was using tractor I was using a Z two the first mixer the first setup I ever had was a. Uh, uh, a tractor a six. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got the Z two. I remember they dropped the price from the Z two. Mm-hmm. They went from 800 to 600. Yeah. And at that point I'm like, Holy shit. I remember like I sold like a bunch of like paintball gear. Cause I was in high school and I was like, shit, I need to get this fucking mixer. Like, this is it. This is my only chance to get like a fucking, like a, a, DV, a DVS mixer. Yeah. Cause the 62 at the time was still like, what 12 13 a lot of money you know it's a lot of money expensive mm-hmm. right now a lot I mean, of money well people yeah. really like that because i i, I remember uh watching you and craze on the on the tractor mixers and i'd be like i was like yeah. should i get that because they're oh they're yeah really well and i was like <laughs> but and, and again i wasn't a cut dj I was yeah more just like a club blending dj at yeah. the time and yeah. so watching all your youtube videos i was like i could do that I yeah no I like, like i remember create craze sold so many z2s like for that company like he literally yeah when he made those routine videos everybody wanted a z2 yeah. just because they mm. saw like you know what yeah. craze was doing I almost there went you there. Go. so yeah no i got one i i only got a 62 because i won one that the dmc mm-hmm. regional yeah. in yeah. austin yeah you sold uh, it though right oh yeah i sold it on ebay yeah. like oh, how long ago why'd you sell it I hate I hate the sixty two. Really, I hate it. The little buttons. Yeah. The effects. The effects are not there. Even when you put that shit all the way to wet. Yeah. They're very like the pioneer effects are wet as shit. Like they're (laughs) super like the 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 depth. The depth is crazy on a sixty two. I remember, I think, I think I know why I hate I'm the 62. I'm going to make this a soundbite and send it to Andre. Be like, there you go. No, no, no. (laughs) I, I remember one year it was a scratch. It was one of the Texas scratch league battles and I battled Buck Rogers. 
and he mm. he had a 62 and I didn't I was I you know we were just doing like rounds like literally we were just cutting like yeah. overbeats type of shit like make a little vinyl routine yeah Buck Rogers used the 62 hold echo and he made uh, a hold echo loop routine with the 62 and they gave the judges gave him the battle because of that and wow. I was super fucking pissed. Who were the judges? Uh, that I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, he, he, he pushed the envelope. He pushed the envelope. Yeah. But I was still such in the camp that I'm like, this is a scratch battle. Like, I won the first two rounds. He won the third round because yeah. of, you know, the, the, the damn hold echo. I didn't even have a 62. I didn't even know how to use yeah, that. Yeah. I'm like, that was not fair. Like, it should have. I feel like if a vinyl battle should have just been like a fucking 56, you know, right, not, yeah. not a mixer with effects in it. But did you send an email? I did not send it. I did not send an email. I just took it for what it was worth. But no, like, no, it was just funny. It was just funny. Like, um, yeah, that, that, that battle was funny. Like, I think, uh, Jordan will still tell me that, uh, he, uh, on the trophy, I don't know who has a trophy now, but there was this big ass trophy that had all our names on it. And I said like, Dopez, 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 Buck Rogers, Dopez, Dopez. (laughs) (laughs) So he, he, he fucked me up. He fucked me up one time. Uh, and I don't, but I don't know who has a trophy now. Uh, Mm. but we should hit him up and see who has it. Right. He might have it somewhere. Right. Maybe. No, but, um, yeah, again, I, I still hate the 62. (laughs) (laughs) The faders though. Well, the faders are trash too. Like the, they were using the clear. That is true. They were using the clear plastic, the, the rain, the 56 and the 57, when you take apart the fader, mm-hmm. it's like a milky plastic, like a dark plastic, yep. like yeah. clear plastic just cracks yeah. like a motherfucker. Everyone knows that like clear plastics just like cheap. Yeah. So I don't know to cut costs or whatever rain switched over <clears> to clear <throat> plastic as opposed to like the like the plastic blend that right. the 56, you know, the 56 and the 57 were still USA made. Yeah. The 62 was like the first mixer they made in China or whatever. But people were snapping the damn carriers and that's when infinity infinity started making faders for the rain <clears throat> yeah. mm-hmm. because they're like, okay, we can just make these metal ones and people still buy them, you know? But yeah, no, I, I had to replace all the faders on my 62 yeah. at one point. And then once, once the support got dropped on the 62, that was what killed it yeah. for me. I'm like, yo, yeah. Apple even said like, like, you know, it's, it's mixers are rad. I got the 62 there and the faders fucked up. Yep. Yeah, I don't yeah. care for it. I've had Rain. three people try to sell me their 62s. And I'm, I'm a like, pioneer. There you go. Well, how much were, 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 were they asking? Like 400? They're like four or That's not what they're, they're worth. Like, hey, they're like, hey, I'll sell you this for four. Oh, the 62 still? Yeah. Dude, I they're like, like 500 bucks. I was like, I think fuck okay. that. I yeah. sold mine on eBay at a loss space. Well, I, I won it. So whatever. But I sold it on eBay for, I think like. 300 350 shipped maybe 400 shipped i spent 40 dollars just to pack it up and i sent it to some guy in la and i'm like hey it wasn't it new oh no my 62 yeah oh no, or, my used one. Oh, oh okay. the one i used for years okay i yeah. just had it sitting on a shelf and i'm like i'm not gonna use this damn thing it's the same one you won yeah it's the same one i won yeah. I, I remember with those uh when i worked at the one company where we first met uh <laughs> um, yeah yeah dude i remember having to replace those faders all the time yeah no we finally got uh uh, I believe infinity faders for them because yep. we we're like, yep, like these things cost a lot. But yep, they're breaking. So no, like I wanted an S nine so bad. I remember there. Uh, I DJ, remember when you got yours. Too. DJ City, DJ City did a battle uh, on Instagram uh, for the S nine. It was mm-hmm. like you know the I forgot it was like the GGM battle or something like that where you make a one minute routine and uh, the prize was an S nine. And this is like in 2018. That's I'm a good fucking prize. And I was like, hey, damn, yeah. like I don't fucking want an S nine. Like shit. <laughs> I made you a little set, line, right? I do. Yeah, I made a little set. I was I so happy when I had it. <laughs> Collected all my coins. I'm like, oh, I, I borrowed. I borrowed um, DJ Excite Jimmy. I borrowed mm. Jimmy's S9. He let me use it for the video. Swift Style shot it. Thank you again. Shout out Swift. Shout out Swift Style. Shout out Swift. The father. <laughs> the father I needed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, 
but yeah, Swift, uh, we shot it. And then I think I got second place in that battle too. And I lost to lazy boy. Lazy boy's cold. Oh, lazy man. boy's amazing though. Lazy boy is amazing. That's my dog, yeah. He's cold lazy as fuck. Sick. He's amazing. I lost to him and I'm like, okay, I get it. Shout out lazy boy. But I remember losing that battle. I was super out bent out of shape. I thought I had it. Everybody's like, yeah, second place Dopez. And I'm like, okay, here he goes again. I'm <laughs> getting flashbacks to DMC times. But, um, it's just so crazy that, to me to, to hear that. Like, I, like I knew you had battles and stuff, but like second and uh, the way you're telling me, it's like, like, yeah, like I did all these battles, but I came in second and it's just unreal to me. It happens. You know, it's unreal. Like yeah. I just, I always have, I have you right up here. Oh, I appreciate Same. that. Yeah. I appreciate you're that. You're first place to me, bro. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you're you a winner so much. in my heart. Thank you so much. <laughs> For sure. No, so, but. Oh, go ahead. Go oh, ahead I was going to say, um, Chris, DJ Enfo. Uh, one of my biggest inspirations and my biggest mentor probably. He's when out I first, in Denver, right? That, he's in Denver now, yeah. but uh, when I first moved to Austin, uh, I wanted to hang out with DJs and shit, and uh, he was really the only one willing to like really like kind of like kick it with me where I like, you know, we'd hang out together, we'd scratch or whatever, and I really liked his style of scratching. Mm-hmm. He did the double time, <clears throat> crazy, crazy hand shit. So he basically showed me that, and then uh, I kind of, I bit his whole flow. I'm not going to lie. I basically <laughs> cut, I try to cut just like him, at least hey. when I first started. Yeah. But um, he really did take care of me. And he was like my, basically my biggest influence back then. Um, but uh, years later, you know, at that, at that, after that battle, I went to visit him uh, in Denver and um, they knew I had lost that battle and I was like super bent out of shape or whatever. And uh, he was just in a position where he gifted me an S9. Oh. oh shit he literally is like yo wow. just, just we were we were all drunk or whatever and i was like kind of like i was just like whatever like fuck that <laughs> fuck instagram fuck that shit and he was like dopez take that mixer home with you like he had like three of them i think oh wow. so he's like dude just take that one just put it in your bag and like take it home yeah. and i was like this is 2018 i still was fucking poor like i, I still spending spending uh you know 12.99 13.99 on a damn mixer was still like uncomprehensible to yeah. like you it know, still me. is still is yeah <laughs> with, still with is. the way fucking inflation is right now yeah. goddamn no yeah. shit but uh it's yeah no like he 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 really he's like you know you, like he should have got that battle like dude just fucking take it wow. so i remember i put it in, i put it in my backpack tsa is looking at it and shit i'm like yo it's fine it's not a bomb it's not a fucking bomb just leave, let it through some woman it's some old lady behind some lady behind me is like oh are you a musician and i'm like kind of i'm like just like yeah, yeah. i can be if you I let can't, me take yeah, the right. turntable is an instrument lady. Right. Yes, it sure is but um I still have that S9. I still have that S9. I still, nice. g- I still gig with it. And it's still like, okay. I still have it's that S9. Still to I mean, day, the S9 favorite. is yeah. one of the, it's like, honestly, you look at, think about it. The 62 came out in like what, 2012. Mm-hmm. And it's already phased out. It phased out years ago. S9 came out in 2015. And they're still using they're it. Still still pe- people mm-hmm. still use it. Sharada still I, uses it. I do. It. That's yeah. my setup. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's half the reason I bought an S7 um, yeah. back maybe two years ago when the price dropped on mm-hmm. the S7, even though the line faders on the S7, up faders on the S7 are garbage. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, mm-hmm. Everyone, that's I tell everyone, break easy everyone asks me, they're like, should Dopez, I'm between a Rain 70 and an and a S7, or S7. They're like, what should I get? 70. I tell them, I'm like, are you gigging with it or are you leaving it at the studio? Mm. If you're gigging with it, get the 70. The 70 is a better built mixer. Yeah. If you're just going to leave it in the studio, you can probably get away with just the S7. That's my favorite mixer right now, the 70, 8-track. Yeah. 8-track. Yep. That one's sick. It's a yeah. sick so fucking nice. mixer. 
Yeah, no, like shit. When 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 Trizzy did the damn like special, you know, like special faceplate, mm-hmm. it really kind of sent everyone back to like you know when Vestax was doing like crazy 07 pros and like mm-hmm. limited mm-hmm. limited limited type of uh, electronics. It's cool that private label mixers can still come out like you know stuff like that. It's not just like OEM like yeah. you know. I think that's what that's why Pioneer when they made the S5 they made it red. Yeah, because they're like you know like you know just have some, have a little fun with it. You know like yeah. make 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 it look interesting and make it look like not like everything else. Yeah. Because back in shit, you look at <clears throat> the way DJ equipment looked, you know, 20 years ago when Vestax was making mixers and they're making funky ass turntables, like everything yeah. looked crazy back then yeah, because yeah. companies mm-hmm. were willing to take that risk. But now yeah. it's very uh, cookie cutter, you know, just go with what sells. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I like the yeah. S5. S5 is nice. Yeah. I've only cut on it a couple times and uh, we had it at the last uh, yeah, session right. on yeah. South by Southwest. It's cool that it's bus powered. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. really fucking cool. Yeah. What you, is you bus can, powered? Uh, you basically it, 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 it's powered to the laptop. Yeah. Okay. Like you don't need to plug it in. Like it doesn't have an adapter. You just oh. plug it in through a USB to your okay. laptop, and it powers. And it powers. Oh. Can you get it loud? Is it pretty? Is it is it like as loud as like an S nine or an S eleven? No, it's not. It's not okay. No. Th- yeah, because the sound card's not the same. Because because it's not. It's yeah, not it doesn't it's not have its own same. power. But still, you know, you still get to, still get down on it. I mean, it's good for the cut sessions. Yeah, yeah. So I like it. So I know you said that turntablism is something that you kind of want to put on the shelf somewhat because you mm-hmm. want to focus on other areas. So not to be a dead horse, but would you ever consider maybe doing courses? And I say that because you have been one of the most approachable turntablists For sure. that I know. Oh, I appreciate the that. The times that I've met other turntablists, they're not the friendliest. <laughs> I'm not going to call out names, but yeah, they're not yeah, the of friendliest. Course, of course. Um, and you've been <laughs> so friendly and you've taken the time to teach me how to do a certain cut, whatever. Right, so right. I'm curious because there are, um, there are scratching courses out there, right? right? Uh, DJ Shorty. I don't know where she's from, but I know she has so many which, courses online. Which, which, which Shorty? There's two. There's the UK one and the American one. S H O R T E E. I think the American one. Yeah. The two E's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's. So I'm yeah. curious if that would be something maybe you'd want. I thought do. about it. So I have it. So on my YouTube channel, um, I actually, yeah, I, I I used to maintain my YouTube channel. I used to put like long form, long long form uh, YouTube videos, uh, like 30 minutes of just me talking like theory of yeah. scratching. The thing is, I feel like with with the way I teach or the way I I explain things. It doesn't necessarily work the best with like, you know, I, I don't I don't really do the whiteboard. I don't mm, do the scratch mm-hmm. notation. I don't yeah. do like the Ange- like Angelo again is like my fucking like standard for tutorial shit. Mm. My tutorial, my style of teaching is very much like a conversation mm-hmm. where it's okay. like I kind of really like to kind of explain maybe a little bit of the theory, show a slight application of it see how maybe the student does it and then kind of go from there and be like, well, you, you, you need more work in this, that and the <laughs> other. I feel like. I don't know. I feel like the way I just teach wouldn't really uh, benefit from like doing like a course, like a straight up like, oh, here's my six week program or whatever. You right, know? right, right. Um, you but, like more of the face to face interaction type yeah. of thing. I, um, I guess it kind of sounds like uh, like Rob Swift's uh, school. Right, right. Where yeah. he has a student like there with him. Yeah, I've had I've had many people approach me and they're like, oh, like 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 I want to learn how to scratch. Like, yeah, like can you like can you teach me or can you, can you do bookings? And then that leads me to believe like, damn, what do I charge your ass? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what is this? What is this? Like, what, like, 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 do you, like, you know, I got to start with like, well, do you have the equipment already? Yeah. Do you not have the equipment already? Do you want to learn like just straight, like, do you want to just cut for like a club? Do you want to cut like some, like on some like two click flare, like, you know, like, like nerd shit, like, you know, it just, it just depends. Um, but I feel like, 
I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I put out my content on YouTube for free. Mm-hmm. You know, I literally have 30 minute videos where it's like dope has a super secret scratch tutorial. And it's just me 30 minutes with a camera. It's very low budget. It's, it's literally, I would just get a camcorder, record myself for yeah. 30 minutes. Just like, yeah. I'm like, okay, here's the beat I'm playing. I've seen them. Here's, I've seen a, them. Yeah, here's, yeah. here's an awe. And here's me just kind of going over. I'll be like, here's what I've been doing lately. You yeah. know, and they kind of going from there. Um, and I have people still to this day on my YouTube, they'll be like, yo, when's the next scratch tutorial coming out? When's the next mm-hmm. scratch tutorial coming out? And I'll be like, I don't even think there's anything left for me to like cover. Like, I don't, I feel like I've already given up, I've given up all the juice. Like Go watch the old ones. Go yeah. Ahead. I'm like, just really hone in on the old ones. Like, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like I can probably make one of those maybe like once a year type of shit, you know, but that's just to show but, you that about what you were saying about putting out content. Yeah. Like that's literally what they're asking about is just, can you put out more content Yeah, of, of yeah. the same stuff, but just put out new stuff. Yeah. 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 Like I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm so, I'm so scatterbrained. I wouldn't even like, I, I, I get very much like, like if I'm talking or whatever, I'll go on, tan- I go on tangents like crazy, you know, like mm-hmm. when it, and even with just talking about scratching, I'll be like, well, before I can show you this, I got to show you that. And before I can show you that, I got to yeah, show you yeah, this. You're passionate. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I guess you can say that. I, I say that because I'm, I'm the same way my wife said it. it's because you're passionate. Yeah. And when you're passionate about something, you want to teach somebody yeah. everything in that one setting. In that one go. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. but like, did you have a question? Because I have a question for him. No, go ahead. So yeah. talk to me about, <laughs> talk to me about like your, I guess I want to say your transition from turntablism into your sets. Like, how do you prepare your sets now? What what do you see like before you go on, on, on to, to, to the club or the bar, whatever it is like, you know, I feel like I'm going to play this. What am I playing? This is what I'm feeling. I'm reading the crowd. Talk to me about that process. Of course. Um, well, the, my very first, like, I basically got serious with DJing as a profession uh, because on Rainy Street. Yeah. Uh, shouts out DJ Dick Nixon, mm-hmm. who actually put me in the lineup at Bungalow and um, Alibi back in the day. Like, I was, like, just DJing there a whole bunch, like, filling in. Like, yeah. I was, like, their fill-in <laughs> guy. Uh, he gave me, like, a bunch of music, all the extends, edits, you know, eight, yeah. bar, eight bar intros. And, intros, yeah. And I just kind of would, I would just look at his library and see, like, what's what's blue, what's what's played. I'm like, okay, I can play this. This, this works, this works, this works, this works. Um, but when it comes to preparing a set, um, I guess it just depends on, like, you know, time of day I'm playing. Mm-hmm. If it's, like, in the middle of the day or if it's at night, uh, what kind of crowd it is. If it's college kids, if it's, like, older people, if yeah. it's, like, you know, kind of figuring out that vibe and also just kind of you know taking that risk maybe that risk pays off where it's like maybe i play a certain record of a certain genre or whatever and it hits like crazy mm-hmm. and i'll be like, okay i can probably get away with like playing two or three more of these in the same right. genre kind of keep this energy up maybe you get to the point of your dj set when everyone is like and everyone's holding each other drunk as shit singing along yeah. to the lyrics yeah. you're like okay i gotta play the crowd pleasers i gotta play the damn uh the, the songs that everybody knows the lyrics to like fucking um you know like uh drop top Chevy type shit or yeah, like, yeah. you know they, oh shit! Oh, the, the Houston. I played one Houston rap record. I played uh, the damn zero freestyle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most city. Most city. Most city I played most city dawn. Oh shit! They want more Houston. Okay, I'll play a little more Houston. Yeah. You know, it's kind of just been an on the fly kind of yeah. kind of guy where you just have to kind of you know be lucky that you, if you have music available for it. Yeah. I mean, if you have title, if you have a streaming service and you yeah. connect and the club has good ass Wi Fi. Yes. Oh, you can title. you can play any set anywhere. You're not even limited by yeah. what's in your library. I've done a whole K-pop set, not knowing one K-pop. There you go. On title. There you go. I still have not tried title. I've tried a uh, SoundCloud. <clears throat> I do that. Yeah, yeah but I mean, Tidal's got pretty much everything like Spotify, right? Yeah, uh-huh. so Enzo, DJ Ezo uh, put me on to Tidal. Mm-hmm. He was like, 
he's like, bro, like sometimes like these record pulls, they don't have like the Norteñas and all this mm-hmm. stuff that like I need to be playing. He's like, dude, title has everything. So yeah. I was like, nah. I was like, let me try it, dude. They had. Everything. Yes, Boy, me on that. It's pretty much. I mean, I mean, it's literally magic. The fact that yeah. you don't have the music on your hard drive. Yeah, you just as long as you have a good, as long as the club is not a total piece of shit and has good Wi-Fi, <laughs> yeah. then you can literally play a, a DJ set off of just streaming music. Yeah, and you can you know manipulate it just like you would if it was a local file on your hard drive. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, no. Um, you know what? What, you, what I what I did was I transferred my Spotify playlists. Into title, title. it's like an app that'll transfer all of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I need that. Yeah, and then <laughs> so then after you you log into your title through Serato, all your playlists are there. Mm. So and you're just ready I, to rock. I, I'm gonna have yeah. to try that. Is yep. there a latency? I mean, obviously if there's Wi-Fi issues, yes, but is there any kind of latency? Uh, I mean, you gotta wait for like to, for it to analyze for like yeah. a moment. Once, <laughs> once it downloads. You, that's it. You're good. It's like yeah. It's, yeah. it's literally like you're using a, like just a regular file on your computer. Yeah, I think it does depend on the Wi-Fi because I mean I'll do yeah. weddings out in like nowhere and my phone has pretty good service. So like whenever I connect to that for the hotspot, if the venue doesn't have Wi-Fi and it loads up pretty quickly, I mean, it, mm. it, like you said, it does for like a moment. Like, yeah. it's like, like maybe ten seconds, yeah. maybe. It, sometimes more, but like, really, really not. It, I mean, again, this is when I've been out, but like uh, placeholder where Alba used to. Yeah. Be. Dude, Wi-Fi is fast there. I can. Yeah. I usually do like a like a groovy set just off of my title playlist. Sometimes. That's dope. Yeah. Nice. So who is DJ Netscape? Since <laughs> <laughs> we're talking club, then it's me. <laughs> it's fucking Mask me, off. everybody. <laughs> no, it's it's me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I love these buttons now. <laughs> I didn't even know that was on there. Spark- <laughs> sparkles, right? Sparkles, yeah, that yeah. is hilarious. How, how, how did that? You know, how, talk about Y two K. Yeah. So, um, you know, pandemic yeah. happened. We are we already know how that went. Yeah. Um, yes. Clubs were slowly opening back up. Uh, Kellen Kid Slice, DJ Kid Slice, again another one of my favorite people in the world. He's a dope love, cutter. Love you, Kellen. Oh, he's cold. He's, yeah. he's hamster as fuck. Yeah. I, always, I always make fun of him. He's always crabbing and yeah. shit. No, you suck. no, I'm just joking. I love, I love you, Kellen. I love you, Kellen. Kellen's great. Now, um, uh, basically, uh, he was he was he was Barbarella's Friday night DJ every Friday night. So he was like locked in. Mm-hmm. You know, he was there. You know, for years mm-hmm. every Friday night. Pandemic happens. Things get suspended. Uh, things are opening back up. They want to basically kind of start up the programming again for DJ shit. But it was like super light. Uh, you know, big toe on the gas, like mm-hmm. just super. Like, mm-hmm. let's just start off with like a chill Thursday. Let's not yeah. do anything crazy because you know, clubs are still operating as restaurants. Like, right. nobody knew what the fuck was going on, especially yeah. here in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of the mask wild. On, mask on. It was the wild west here. Yeah. But anyway, um, basically, they reached out to him, be like, "Hey, we, we'd like to have you come out on a Thursday basis. Maybe do a party. Maybe do what you do on a th- Friday night, which is like you know, open format hip hop." Uh, dance, whatever you know, just whatever gets the college kids going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I for, I don't remember if it was him. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm pretty sure it was him that came up with the, the concept of like an early 2000s throwback party. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, he told the higher ups like, "I will do this party. I'll do a Thursday." But like at the time, he was going to school for uh, software development. Okay. Uh, he he did he 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 switched up his uh, his career, mm-hmm. and um, uh, now he's doing pretty well with it. But. Uh, back then, he was still going to school, taking classes and stuff like that. He's like, you know, I can't give this my full attention. Like, I'm obviously kind of trying to get out of the DJ kind of scene. 
but um, he basically reached out to them, or he told them, I'll only do this if uh, I can have a second person come on. Like, mm-hmm. we can, like, you know, make sure that they yeah. get paired, paid fairly, yeah. we split it, whatever mm-hmm. the hell. But, like, I can't, I don't have, like, the manpower to give this my full attention. Mm-hmm. So he reached out to me, the young buck, the young talent. <laughs> yeah. I was just hungry for, you know, something. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he reached out to me. He's like, hey, do you want to do a throwback hip-hop party? And uh, we came up with the name. I wanted to call it, like, your sister's iPod or some stupid shit. <laughs> some stupid shit like that, you know. But, like, no, we ended up... It was it was just way better if we called it Y2... Now Y2K. You know, yeah. very simple. Six, no, like six, kid, yeah. six characters. And uh, we were running... We were we were in the back patio running those sets. Uh, you know, DJing with the mask on and all that mm-hmm. shit. At first, nobody showed up. For, like, maybe, like, a month and a half, two months. Like, it was so bad. The bar wouldn't even make up a thousand dollars type of shit. It was bad. But then again... People didn't know that mm-hmm. bars was even reopened. That's true. They were doing. They were doing. It's they were COVID. Doing, I didn't hear that, that people were like, "Bars is is still going." They were confused. Yeah. It was like it was like you know it's hard to I guess um, like to demonstrate that no you know, it, it, until you're actually there. It's like oh it is open, but mm-hmm. you know like people are like unsure. Like I don't know is this thing still thing is this still a thing? Oh the inside of bars was closed because they were like I think reconstructing it, and so then the only the outside was right. the outside of bars was open, but you had to go through Swan Dive to get to it. So uh, people didn't know it was open. Yeah. Anyway, we threw a Britney party, all Britney Spears records. Nice. We threw a Britney party. When were what picked up on it and plugged our shit, and it blew up. Wow. That was like maybe maybe three or four months in, and then uh, now we just kind of have like our little built-in Thursday crowd where it's yeah. like you know, kids, kids. I mean, shit. That's literally where I'm going. Like, like yeah. probably a bit. Um, where you know people know that that's kind of the Thursday spot now. I mean, yeah. uh, before the pandemic, I feel like Thursday parties were real weird. Like yeah. mm-hmm. either you go out, you go out on a Thursday. Sometimes it'd be popping as fuck. Holy shit! I want to do that again next week. You go out another Thursday, every bar's dead. Yeah, it's weird, yeah. you know, because again, it's still it's still in the weekday, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But uh, I feel like after the pandemic, people were itching to like party oh, yeah. or go out. Yeah. People were turning Sunday fun days into fucking rage. Into rage. Guilty on that. There you go. (laughs) Turning into fucking rage fest. Yeah. So like you know that kind of benefited us a little bit, um, where we now have like you know we our Thursday kind of pops off now, and it's like they kind of call it a college night um, because you know a lot of the a lot of the kids that go out it's like it's it's uh, it's obviously still a school a school night. Yeah. But also they do a a happy hour like a two dollar. Two dollar loan start, three dollar well type of thing, and there's no cover. Yeah. On Fridays and Saturdays they charge a cover. You know, usually when a bar says no cover, it's because it's like the damn college night. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of just fully sent it into that. We're like, yeah, fuck yeah, it's college night. You know, whatever. <laughs> but but it's funny. It's funny because a lot of the records that we we're, that we're playing are like the original samples for yeah. like hooks and, yeah, yeah. and choruses for records that are coming out now. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's kind of also why I feel like it hit, you know, that 20, like we were talking earlier, like mm-hmm. the 20 year cycle, you know, with fashion <clears throat> shit, you know, the yeah. baggy, baggy pants, big t-shirts, like that shit's all fucking back. I mean, seeing uh, Jinkos come Jink- around. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, were, we were talking about Jinko jeans. I was like, oh, I have like two pairs of them. Yeah. They're expensive. Yeah. They, were, they were expensive then, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. like 60 bucks. A now they're, now they're like 120, oh, 130 yeah. used. Wow. I still can't afford the most. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, so, again, it's like a 20-year cycle where, you know, kids are just, you know, on that shit. Yeah, I got Amazon Basics jeans. Okay. <laughs> Man, when Gico's came out, I begged the shit out of mom, please, mom, this is what the cool kids are wearing, Target getting bullied, et cetera. 
No, she got me Kmart, just baggy pants. Yeah. They were not Jinkos. She was like, you look like an elephant if you put those things on. Because, you know, yeah. like they would go over your foot. Like yeah. an elephant foot? Yeah, just get it in there. I'm married. I don't want to wear Jinkos. Still to this day, I've yet to fucking own a pair of Jinkos. I was telling the group, uh, I was like, man, I own two pairs of them. But uh, I, there was one time where I begged my parents to let me wear them to church. Because I wore them to school, but I, and I wore the blue jean pairs, and uh, I remember walking up thinking I was like, "Dude, Christ I look like, like, like a badass." I thought it was yeah, so cool. Yeah. And then all the like the uh, older Hispanic, uh, all the Mexican dudes were like, "Need I stay away?" They're just laughing, and I'm like, "Went from cool to being like, oh." They were like roasting your shit. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, bro. Well, those yeah. are all the questions I had, Chris. Are Lee? Do y'all have any any other questions? No, I think I think we nerded out a little bit. I, I got what I wanted to know from Dopez. Yeah, because we, we talk it in the cut sessions. And stuff. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it. I hope yeah. something got something out of. I think you answered a lot of the stuff that I kind of had in mind. But um, but yeah, man, we're we're super excited to see you just like move forward. Um, definitely, hopefully, people that listen to this uh, want to work on music with you. Right. I, I know I do because I. When I watch your like live videos and stuff, I'm like, dude, perfect. Like when you blend the house and you do, uh, like I, I get excited when you cut in general. So yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. one of those people. I'm like, I'm gonna go see you cut. Yeah, cut. yeah, yeah. But whenever you do it in such a tasteful way, I think you do it. Like you said, you kind of. There's times where you dumb it down, but dude, it just sounds so good. That's that's kind of my take on it. Like I mean, probably my favorite overall DJ, like all time, is Craze. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, literally a master at his craft a master at his craft in every single like aspect of it you yeah. know production body tricks juggling scratching yeah. ambidextrous like you know he just hits it perfectly in like all those different ways I and mean, this is the reason he won the DJ the US the, no, the, the excuse me the world finals three years in a row yeah. and arguably some of the hardest years to win because yeah, for those, sure. those like late 90s early 2000 yeah. battles that's when like the talent was crazy high there you go but uh specifically like 99 yeah yeah oh man like i still run that routine back like the 99 u.s finals routine where he starts off with like the lord finesse yeah like uh mm-hmm. intro like i it's so funny because uh you know lord finesse was literally the announcer for that dmc battle and then there he was cutting up his records yep. like right Check 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 hey. check check check. Okay. check. <laughs> that was weird. All right, that was fucking scary, Doug. All right, so I think uh, we're getting rolling blackouts over here in Leander, <laughs> which is where we're at. But uh, yeah, we're uh, if we were just talking, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we got a blackout, and then lights came back out, and then here we are again. So we're back to finishing uh, this podcast. So let's start from the top. Don't <laughs> for people that don't you're going to be late to your gig, all right? So yeah. 2015. Uh, <laughs> no, no but, but you know what? One thing I want to do before we uh, before we end it is something we always do with all our guests, and that is uh, this or that. May or may not be DJ related, but it's just always fun to, again, get more in your brain. So this is just quick, this or that. Uh, water gun to your head, if water you will. Water gun to your head. Okay. All right, so let's do it. Beach vacation or mountain retreat? <sighs> mountain retreat. I hate the sand. Really? Uh, <laughs> Gets I mean, in your ass crack. I, no, I, I kind of... Try you know, being a girl. That's just sucks. Maybe, maybe, maybe I want to get a little lightheaded, a little weird out there, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know? Pizza or tacos? Tacos. Come on. San Antonio tacos, Austin tacos. Oh, come on. You know the answer to that. Wait, what are you going to (laughs) say? San Antonio. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. You know the answer. Cats or dogs? 
<sighs> cats. I'm oh. a big cat guy. I know, I know. He's got I, a cat that scratches. I have a oh, cat. I have wait, a little black cat. Of, a little black cat. That's cute. <laughs> she hops on and like fucks with my shit. Yeah, she's real sweet. <laughs> that's super cute. All right, cats are cool. I like, yeah. All right, 90s or 2000s? Well, I wish I could say the 90s because I, you know, was born in the 90s. I was born in 94, but like I was too, I was, I wasn't encoding shit, you know, at that mm-hmm. age. Like I was yeah. probably five, six. So 2000s, I'll just say it. But like whenever I look at like archival footage of anything from the 90s, I'm like, that shit looks fun. I wish I was like, I wish I was like a teenager in the, in 90s, the 90s, you know, like I wish I was born like 85 or some shit like that. You yeah. Know? 90s, 90s. Born is, way is earlier than that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you said 85. I'm like, no, 84. <laughs> if you could wear one color for the rest of your life, what would it be? One color? Like, hold on, I can I can interpret this so many different ways. Color clothing, like color clothing, yeah. like like it has to all be a single one, color. One color. <laughs> you know what? Like white, maybe white, like a mechanic, <laughs> like you know, like a. Di- I'm thinking when I hear when I hear one color, I think like Dickies, like like yeah. over like coveralls, like Mike Myers okay. shit, yeah, yeah. like navy, maybe <laughs> navy blue. Okay, okay. Like, okay. like some like some like some like you know mechanic shit. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. I was gonna say you probably would look fly in a romper, bro. I'm not even gonna a romp, like a romp, a romp like him, a, like a yeah, a romp <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I probably could pull it off. I got the legs for it for sure. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, I mean, like the the long jumpsuit romper, not like the short one. Oh, like, I, I immediately thought <laughs> that's of like overall, bro. I, I immediately thought <laughs> of like well, like just they have it now where like it's not like it's like a full just like a whole thing. You just zip that bad boy up. I don't know. <laughs> That's a little. I'm gonna go with Navy. I'm gonna go with Navy. 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 Okay. All right, but all right. So, last question from me, and if you have any, but uh, wax, like real wax or Serato? Depends on the application. Okay. Mm-hmm. Depends Personal on the application. Fave. Personal fave. If it, if it's just straight, it's just, if it's straight cutting, like just straight samples mm-hmm. uh yeah cutting like a worn ass super seal or like a hee haw breaks mm-hmm. or something that's like beat to shit. You can see all the imperfections, but it sounds like warm as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not going to lie. I have kind of taken, uh, I kind of like cutting on CDJs. That's kind of fun. Wow. It's kind of weird. Mm. The, the, the complete polar, curve ball. polar, polar yeah. opposite, but it is kind of fun cutting on those little weird, little sandy ass platters. Yeah. Um, some of them, some of them cut better than others. Um, but three thousands, you can kind of get down on those things. Yeah. Um, Interesting. You can do weird little, uh, you can do weird little taps, you know, because the CDJ, the record yeah. stops when you, as soon as you press it, you can do little twiddles on the platter like oh, this. Oh, that's true because it stops, right? And it stops yeah, and, it'll, yeah. and, it'll, and it'll do like a, you know, yeah, yeah, type yeah. of shit. Yeah, so yeah. you can do, you can do fuck like weird little things like that, like nuanced things like that. But overall, I mean, I'll always tell people like the best setup to cut on is straight up like a beat to shit Mark II, mm-hmm. a super seal with the butter rug and like, like a, like a range 56. No. Like that's like the purest. Well, actually, no. Let me let me take it back. The purest cutting setup is like a a, a PDX two thousand. Yeah, Vestax. The Vestax mm-hmm. with the with the big ass platter on the yep. Mark ones. Yep. A, a a Mark one with the fifty six. That's like the most pure like turntableism. Uh, yeah. Well, just cutting, just cutting because yeah. juggling juggling on those fucking things sucks. I hate mm. juggling on PD on on Vestax turntables. PDXs, yeah. I feel like twelve hundreds. The low torque on a twelve hundred makes it so you can backspin those records nice, yeah, and yeah. and also mixing obviously mixing is yeah. best on twelve hundreds because the low torque makes them real nice to like manipulate. You know when you're doing your little your little spindle grabs and yeah, all that yeah. shit. Um, but just straight up cutting, yeah, PDX was like a Rain fifty six because the Rain fifty six is the best two channel 
two channel battle mixer yeah. ever made in my opinion. <clears throat> they sound <clears throat> they sound fucking great, you know. Yeah. Like you can turn them up and they they sound warm. I'll even, take the PDXs e- for the next cut session. I'm going to take them. Even even like Vestex mixers, I feel like like 05 pros, 06 mm-hmm. pros, like they're sick. I love them. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But some of them some of them sound like metallic. Yeah. Like very like hollow like they have a very and that's i mean some people like them for that yeah. reason but i feel like in general the rain like the 56 yeah i like the technics um, one. Oh, the technics mixer mm-hmm. i have one i yeah. i recently got one well, not recently i got it like last year but i bought it on on ebay japan yeah fuck they're selling those things for like 140 dollars, 150 dollars a piece oh, but they're but they're j- japanese voltage they're 100 volts yeah so you, so you need to buy a step converter right you need to buy a uh you know because this this has a 120 120 so 120 step it down to 100 but no yeah. i i do like those those technics mixers sound really good yeah plus mm-hmm. when you kill the bass on them you get that wah you yeah, get that yeah. weird little you wah can actually effect. make an effect out yeah. of it yeah Oh, that's cool. Plus, they're just they're just beautiful, you yeah. know, like super classic, very minimal on the faceplate. Like, mm-hmm. just that is definitely the. I mean, I I just love the fact that they have the little text on the bottom, like the official world yeah. DJ championship yeah. Like, that's always that's kind of again for the nerds, for the fucking nerds. But that's really cool. Like, and they click nice. And they click nice. And that's like the that's like the mixer you would leave on like a coffee table or some shit. You know, <laughs> if 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 you're it if would you look get, nice as if a, you're gonna <laughs> maybe maybe if you have like one of those nice coffee tables with like the glass bottom. Yeah, like when you put shit underneath it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that would look kind of sick, honestly. You so, should be an aesthetic. interior decorator, man. Possibly, you yeah. know. Shit, come to my crib. I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out my fucking studio. I'm a, I'm a big fan of mid-century modern furniture. Hey. Uh, that shit is nice. Hell yeah. You know, a little atomic age, little nice little Eames chair, or maybe like a nice little desk. Would you say that's your guilty pleasure to look at shit like that? Uh, Yeah, but I can't afford it. <laughs> it's I mean, nice to look at. shit, vintage furniture is an it's entire expensive. is yeah. an entirely different market than vintage clothes. I mean, yeah, yeah. 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 But if you have the night, if you have the space for it, oh, go crazy, you know? Yeah. Dope. I love, I just love, um, I don't know. I like old stuff. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> Dopest, man. It has been a pleasure having you. Any shameless plugs, self-promo right here. Where can people find you? Where can they follow you? And what's coming up for you? Dopest1200 on everything. That's even my student email. No. I even have <laughs> Dopest1200 at utexas.edu. That's hilarious. I'm not even, I haven't been a student for fucking five years, and I still got that email. <laughs> nice. Dopest1200. I remember professors would look at me funny. You'll get a lot of uh, discounts with that. Right? So, yeah. Shit. But uh, no, uh, follow me on Dopest1200 on everything, you know, all the social medias. I'm not even going to list them. Yeah. Uh, I'm on YouTube. If you want to see me just fucking ramble on and on and on and on about scratching, I still have some archive, decent archive footage there. And what's next for me is uh, what shows you got coming up? What we doing? Shit! Well, tonight I'm DJing at Y2K at Barbarella mm. every Thursday. Not Y2K with DJ Netscape. With DJ Netscape, who is also me, the man, the man inside <laughs> me, <laughs> alongside DJ the, Napster. We need to yeah. have the the sound from back in the day when you would connect to the internet. Oh, the fifty six, yeah, the fifty six K. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. yeah. No one, no one answer the phone because I'm yeah. fucking. God I'm, forbid someone pick up a fucking phone. No, no one pick up a phone because I'm trying to download this pair of tits and it's going yes. real slow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost at the nipple. All right, all right, I'm done. That's I'm hilarious. Done. I'm done. Chris, what you got going on? I'm gonna try to salvage the fucking video. <laughs> that's that's what I'm gonna do I'm all week. Trying to get my heart rate down. That luck. shit was fucking scary. Yeah. God damn. That's what I'm doing. Oh, what about that man what Harley, are you doing what's going on homie uh, officially back in wedding season oh, um, the right. summer was Fuck. a little brutal because we were slow but now 
I've literally <clears throat> had two weddings in a row within like less than a week, and I have another one coming up this Saturday. Um, and then obviously just place holder on Sundays and just come hang out. Fire. So, yeah. Do you do quinces? <laughs> you know, with title, I, I've been with I've title. been asked to do quinces, but I've only done one, and I did one for a friend just recently. I mean, I've done them before, but there's I feel like there's so much more pressure for quinces than there is a wedding. Because really, I feel like with quinces, the uh, the quinceanera could it could either be like a I guess like a little monster mm-hmm. that who's like super demanding because I've seen mm-hmm. them before, mm-hmm. or they could be really nice and like really cool and just like want a lot of fun stuff. Cause, uh, and that was the one I just did recently. She was awesome. I knew her mom. Um, it ended up being great, but I've done some where the quinceanera is just barking at everybody and yelling. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> got like, it. Okay. Good to know. But if I get inquiries for quinceaneras, I'll send them your way. <laughs> no, thank you. I'll send, we'll send them the dopest. Oh shit. <laughs> I to DJ Netscape. Shit, I hope they like. I hope they like the, a fucking worn out super steel and a toast style beat for uh, for you know two and a half hours. Fuck it. And then I do it. And then we do. And then we do a a, a damn scratch workshop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end, teach them how to scratch. All right, y'all. That has been it. I'm gonna go get my heart right now because that blackout uh, freaked me the fuck out. But we out. DJ Kick It. Dirty Chris and Dopez and RLE in the back. We'll see y'all next time. Peace, 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 peace. peace, peace, peace. peace. <laughs>